Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hello and welcome, spiritual trailblazers. It's a beautiful day. And like I like to begin each and every podcast, we have something to be grateful for each and every day if we just look. I love practicing the art of gratitude because it's kind reminders of all the wonderful experiences I am having each and every day. All right, we all have something to be grateful for. We are all blessed in various ways. So practice the art of gratitude every day to make your world even more magical. So if you have any questions or comments about this podcast, there are two ways you can let it be known. You can go to Instagram at Tia underscore Johnson underscore, or you go to my Facebook group, which is Spiritual and Empowerment Living, and you could just post it under the image that states new podcast alert so you cannot miss it so if you want it you want your comment or question to be a little bit more private the facebook group is for you and sometimes those trailblazers will chime in and answer for you or answer your uh, question all right so june is beautiful in your skin month and this month we're going to focus on various ways on being beautiful in your skin which translates to into being comfortable in your skin that's really really starts. So in order for us to be beautiful in any way, shape, or form, we must be comfortable with ourselves, comfortable with our skin. So this is why we're going to talk about uh, how being comfortable in your skin can boost your business, right? Because if we are able to be comfortable with ourselves, we can stand our ground, we can express ourselves, we can speak up when we need to, and that is crucial for our business. So I have a wonderful guest here, Lassa Swatsworth, and before I introduce her by giving you her bio, I want to tell you how we met. We are part of a group called Be True Brand New, and it is ran by the amazing Kim Luna, and we are a bunch of amazing business trailblazers who are looking to make the world you know a more dynamic place through our businesses so it's really all about the community people which is why the saying your net worth is your net worth is so true because it's all about the people who you know uh it's all about being able to make those connections so that way you guys can help each other out and you know give each other uh knowledge that you may not think about even if you are knowledgeable in a certain subject so Lassa Swatsworth is a dynamic leader and spiritual mindset strategist who has worked in the healing arts for over a decade and is a master manifester specializing in personal development, peak performance strategies, and empowering people to reach the goals that matter most to them. She teaches people to create incredible lives with practical actions that produce meaningful results. Boom. You can learn more about her at Lassa watchworth.com that's l-a-t-h-a-s-w-a-t-s-w-o-r-t-h and i will put that in the notes for this podcast so lasa welcome hi tia how are you 
Great, great. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm so grateful to be able to be on this podcast with you and be able to talk to all of your listeners about this very important topic. Yes, and I love the point that you have here because um, it's something that I know I didn't think about going into business, but I learned it organically. And I just believe if I had these tips ahead of time, it could have saved me <laughs> some headache and lessened the learning curve. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. You know, and a lot of the stuff I've put together because of the trials and tribulations that I've been through going from, you know, one career to another, I actually used to work in corporate America for quite some time when I realized like I really wanted to focus on my entrepreneurial spirit. I really wanted to help people. That was my kind of like my dharma, my goal in life, my path. And that's when things really shifted for me. And now I've been able to create an amazing business that I run myself in which I'm empowering other people to run their own businesses, to do what they love, and to really just live incredible lives. Yeah, and I, I love that you said I spent some time in the corporate world, and then you were working towards, you know, your, your, your ultimate goal, and now you help people to live those incredible lives. And what I have noticed so many times over the years is that people take that jump too early, where they mm -hmm. don't have a strong uh, support system to hold them over until they are able to make that, you know, that really uh, big jump in entrepreneurship. They just jump and they don't have some money, some capital there to help them uh, with food and paying bills and they get frustrated. They believe it's not working, you know, so it's that whole time frame, you know, and knowing when to take that calculated risk is, is a huge, huge concern. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's true. Some people, I think it goes both ways. Some people tend to jump too early thinking that, oh, this ideal will kind of manifest and create on its own and I don't have to do anything with it. There's no action behind it. Or people will say, okay, maybe next year, maybe next year, maybe next year. So I think it's a fine tuning of both of those things really to understand like, yes, to lay out a plan and be strong about it and understand what you need moving forward in your business and what, how that's going to look for you. And, and I always say to add at least another three month buffer cushion in there, you know, but just to, just to start at some point. And even if you have to do working, like I did it, I did, you know, corporate America while I was building my business just so that I could have, you know, that income coming in, which is great and comfortable as well as pursuing what I really wanted to do with my life. Absolutely, absolutely. And I believe this leads us to point number one is articulate. Yes, yes, definitely. So articulating is very important. It's about how you really voice your desires and you fully express yourself. You speak in a strong way that is truly you. And when you articulate yourself, you're able to convey a message to your followers, your raving fans that really hits home and that they can relate with. Yeah, I think that's uh, really, really cool because when, when you were saying like, okay, your desires, and I think that for some people to speak up and say, this is what I want to do, that is very scary because it's the whole, okay, what about the criticism that comes with it? And we had to not really pay so much attention to certain criticism. Surely there are people who have constructive criticism, but whenever we announce our desire, it's always that, oh my gosh, I'm going to get a pushback. So I think that was very key in, in the swing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So next, appearance. Yeah, so your appearance is so important. 
it really is the first message, the first imprint that someone gets from you, whether you're doing a, a, pod, a podcast and, you know, Facebook Live, meeting clients in person, you always want to have your appearance make the first, like, introduction to you. And not always do we feel like, you know, waking up and getting dressed up. I know a lot of days that I work from home, I'm like, oh, man, I just want to be in my yoga pants. But I always make that effort to just spruce myself up a little bit because I want to be on a higher vibrational level. I want to be in an appearance that is really going to say where I want to be next. You know how people, some people say like dress for the job you want. And Mm -hmm. I totally, totally believe that. And it's just like, you have to put yourself out there in a way that people you're going to attract your ideal customers. You're going to attract the people that are going to be the, the main basis for your own company. And of course it differs if you have like a skateboarding company, you know, maybe jeans and a t-shirt would work for you. But, you know, for most of us in business that are doing different things, when you're doing your headshots or different things like that, you want to make sure that you're putting your best foot forward. Right. I, I wholeheartedly agree. And there are times where I come across people who believe they shouldn't have to dress, you know, a certain way that people should just hear them speak, hear their voice and pick up on, on their vibes. So, I know you're saying, like, you know, dress for the job that you want, but what do you say to people like that, even though you're saying, like, but you need to dress for the job that you want? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think that it would be wonderful if, you know, you could wear pajamas to your board meetings and it would be fine and nobody would care about your appearance. But that's not how it works currently until you get to that level of, you know, being CEO of your own company, multi-million dollar, billion dollar kind of thing, then totally you can do whatever you want. You can get a segue into work. It's all good. But really now when you're starting out, you want to step into your power and you want to be seen as an expert, as an authority figure in what you're saying. And your appearance does play into that. I know plenty of people who do both. They do the, you know, the Facebook lives dressed up and, you know, doing whatever they have to do in a more formal setting. And then also really being authentically who they are and, um, you know, giving a, a Facebook live after a hike or something. And, and that's true as well. You know, it's not just all about being polished all the time, but it's mm. about showing up in how you want to really appear for your clientele. Mm. Yeah. Very, very powerful. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. It's, you know, per the environment, per your clientele, per, you know, what's going on at that time. And I think some people miss that mark a little bit because they want to just get that message out there, but it's so important. Appearance is everything. Yes, absolutely. So your authentic self. Yeah, I had kind of mentioned this in, the, in when we were talking about the appearance. Mm-hmm. Your authentic self is really who you truly are. It's figuring out who you really are so that you can create something very powerful from your own truth and your own core beliefs. I remember struggling with this so hard. I am of Indian descent and growing up, I grew up in New York, but my main classmates were, you know, most people were either like black, white or Hispanic. And I didn't fit in with anyone there in any of those groups. And I always remember struggling to figure out who I really was because I wanted to be you know, everything else that I saw, but I could never figure out who I was. And that really did translate into my um, careers in corporate America and to different things that I was doing with learning and understanding. And only when I had really figured it out through a lot of self-development work on who I was and what I wanted to achieve in the world, what my message for the world was, was I able to put anything together that was truly powerful and, and truly successful and could be heard by other people. 
if you don't come and express yourself from your authentic self, other people aren't going to be able to really hear you for what you want to say. And also, you, I mean, like, we hear, we hear people talking all the time, whether it's on Facebook or on the radio or on other social media, and you just know that they're just kind of BSing you, you know? Mm-hmm. You know that what they're saying is not really true or they don't really believe it or it's like, okay, whatever. It's, it's a little weird. And when you're coming from an authentic self, it's not like that. It is you being you and you presenting your world, you're presenting yourself to the world in that true fashion. And it's scary. I will tell you that it is because you're putting yourself out there in a very vulnerable way. And anytime that you're, you know, putting yourself out there in an authentic self, self, you're, you're, you're the real you. There's no fakeness behind that. to like, Oh, well, if they don't like it, it's cool. Cause I can just change myself tomorrow. That's who you really are. And there might be people that don't like that. And there might be people that really love that. You're going to be able to connect with your ideal audience with exactly who you're meant to connect with when you're coming from your true self. Mm, yeah, that is so powerful. Absolutely. And it's it's really interesting, the shift that happens when you just say, you know what, screw it, I'm just going to be myself because I tried the other way and that didn't work. You know, it's, it's really, really amazing. And, you know, it, it is a, a journey. And I think that if we could write things down, reflect on it, then we can really see just how much of um, uh, an effort we put into so many things and that we need to bring that energy back and put it in ourselves so that way we can be our, our authentic selves. And you're right, it's just so crazy. There are just so many groups out there that you know, it's like, oh, well, maybe I can go here, maybe I could go there, and it's just, if it's not vibing, then we have to look and think, okay, wait a minute, <laughs> let me take a few yeah. steps back, let me figure out who am I. Exactly, and and when you do figure out who you are, and you put that forward, you're going to have much more success, and much more, you know, connection to your own audience than, than ever before. I, I definitely felt that with myself, with my growing business, that once I could really articulate myself and to put myself out there in a way that was real, it, people could understand that. And there was so many other people that were growing up in environments in which they were, you know, the odd man out or the minority in a, in a mass majority. And, you know, it, I found a lot more clientele and a lot more people that I could connect with through just sharing my own stories and about being authentic with that. And for a long time, I never wanted to do that. I never wanted to share with, oh, you know, oh, because, you know, what I went through is like minimal compared to what other people go through. Yeah, maybe. And maybe it is something that someone else went through and can connect with. So when you really share, you're sharing in such a powerful way that you are able to tap into something that, you know, nowadays not many people share about or, or, or really connect with in a sense. Everything is so, um, you know, automatized in a way and, you know, oh, yeah, let's chat on Facebook, let's, let's, let me send you a text message, and it's not a real true connection, but when you put yourself out there and you be vulnerable, that's like glowing light. It's like a gem that people don't get to experience every day, and it's something mm. so attractive and so beautiful. Yes, yes, you're right. It is absolutely beautiful, and I'm glad that you mentioned Facebook because I, I had a question for you. So when, um, when I know when I was a, a kid, like Facebook, Instagram, they were a good 20 years away. <laughs> yeah. So when when we connected with people, 
it was it was the let's let's make a best friend bracelet or you know let's go to this park let's try that yep. so is in some ways we got exposed to a lot of things but now it's just like what we thought we were exposed to as kids is times 100 now because of social media so when it comes to living our authentic selves do you recommend minimizing the time on social media so that we were not just inundated with so much images of what people are portraying out there or should we just you know just stick to one social media and and let it roam yeah the thing is on social media and i hope that people really understand this it's not a hundred percent authentic i i think that people really want to show and share and highlight really like the highlight reel of their life you know before you Mm -hmm. see a movie you see the trailer and it's like wow this part's great this part's great this part's great you don't really see the rest of it it's a two and a half hour movie but you see a a five minute clip and you're like yeah i want to see the movie so people are kind of putting together that on social media and they're putting together you know the, the best sandwich that they ate that day or whatever it is trying to show their life in a certain way and I think that at times it can be jaded because you can go on there, you're having a rough day or whatever the case is, and you're like, oh, look at Molly, you know, she's having her, her second kid and everything's perfect and they just did a photo shoot and whatever. It <laughs> and it can get you down about it when you see that, you know, your kid's over there in the corner, like doing something crazy and making a mess. And, you know, it, it's like, it's really hard sometimes because people so easily want to compare themselves to others. And it's hard to do that when you're comparing your whole life to a highlight reel. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so uh, next, a team or a team. Yeah. So the the next point is really about creating an A team. The people in your life, the people that surround you, that support you. It's like creating your own board of directors to support you and cheer you on and be your biggest and loudest fan. And this can come with a little bit of, you know, trial till success kind of thing, because you want to keep your team open and you want to be able to include people in your team that are going to be there for you and not always just be yes men or yes women to you and just say like, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, that's a great idea. But really give you feedback, you know, like um, on my on my team, the people that I keep closest to is one of my sisters. And I'll send her, you know, this image I had created for my upcoming program. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm like so jazzed up about it. And she was like, yeah, it's great. But you know what? You spelled this wrong. And I was like, what? You know, (laughs) or like a little thing. She's like, yeah, you should invert this color. And at first I kind of like got a little got a little hurt about it because I was like, what are you talking about? This is perfect. Other than spelling her. And then I inverted the colors and I was like, she was right. You know, because sometimes when you surround your pe- yourself with people that really care about what you're doing and support you and want you to shine your brightest, it's not always going to be, you know, great and rainbows and them supporting every idea that comes out of your mouth. It's going to be creative feedback. And, mm-hmm. you know, creative and constructive feedback is much different than someone just bashing you for whatever you're creating. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of an experience that you have to go through with creating your a team of, of with your creating you know your your own team of people that are going to support you like your vas or your your virtual assistants your graphic designers things like that i remember i had gone through probably i think now i'm on like my fifth virtual designer because you know it just it, it wasn't a fit and when it's not a fit you have to make sure that you are able and strong enough to just 
give thanks for the relationship that was there and whatever you learned through it and and be confident enough to say this is working i'm gonna look for something else i'm gonna move to the next thing and that was the same thing for me with business coaches you know i i personally i believe that everyone should have a coach should have someone in their life that's listening to them caring about them really like pushing them to get to that next level in their life and i had gone through a bunch of them before i found you know someone that I could really connect with. And, and I'm constantly out there looking for what's the next step for me? What is the next thing that's going to pursue me, push me to the next level, especially working with peak performance. I feel like it's not only something that motivates me, but it's also part of my job. A lot of my clients want to know, well, what is the next thing that I can do that's going to get me, you know, to be able to run a mile and, you know, in, in 30, 30 less seconds than what I ran, or how can I then how can I make more money in my business but spend less time doing that because I want to hang out with my husband or wife or I want to do more things in life. So I think that creating an A-team, creating the people around you that are going to support you and, and help run your business and give you good feedback and, and coach you and motivate you and push you and lift you up, that is just vital. That's why it's one of the, the main points in, in really having a successful business. Yeah, it's it's a lifeline. It it truly is. And I, I was also taking notes as you were talking. And I love when you said trial to success. That's really awesome because I know I want to get things right the first time, uh-huh. every single time. <laughs> yeah. And I've been like that since I was a kid. No one put their pressure on me. It's something I always did to myself. And I had to get reminded of that time and time again that, you know, it's okay. You're going to have these mistakes. Everything's, like you said, not going to be rainbows and, you know, peaches and steam and unicorns and things like that. So in order for us to really, you know, go to the next level in our business, boost that in our business, we had to be comfortable enough to know that if we're going to take on 100 tasks within a year, you know, 25 of them probably aren't going to do well or 10% of that isn't going to do well. That's a given. Like, we have to really acknowledge that. So they may or may not, you know, mm -hmm. and like the thing is, it is trial to success. And a lot of people want to say like a trial and error. And I hate that because Mm -hmm. you know what? Error is going to come up anyway, but let's focus on the success. Let's focus on where we're headed because nobody goes into business saying, oh man, I'm going to fail. And if you do, that's exactly what you're going to get. So when you're really focused on what you want, which is being successful, being, you know, lucrative, being able to support people and give value that is what you're going to get. So that's a whole, you know, that's a whole little piece of, of mindset and where you're going. So yeah, always trial to success. Yeah, absolutely. And while we're doing that, it's really good to have, like you said, those people around you to tell you, mm, that's not going to quite work. Like the saying goes, someone needs to tell the king he doesn't have any clothes on. So imagine okay. if you just think, oh, I want to be surrounded by people who are like-minded and, you know, we connect. And that gets translated into, I want them to tell me yes. (laughs) It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. If something's not going to work, you want to know that because that not working today means you're not going to make money tomorrow or, you know, connect with people on a different level the next day. So that's so important. No can be a positive thing. And, you know, uh, just a, a point that kind of goes with that is also just to be very clear on who your audience is, who your ideal client is, and to really be speaking towards them. Because not everybody in your A-team is going to be your ideal client. And you have to understand that. 
like, you know, my VA is probably not my ideal client. My, you know, these people that I have, they're supporting me in different ways are not necessarily my ideal client. But when I need feedback about something that I'm putting out to my audience, I always go to my audience or I always, you know, I have an ideal client. I have an avatar of this person that is my ideal client. And that's what I always refer back to whenever I'm creating a product or a program or, you know, I'm putting together an amazing coaching session package or whatever it is. Cause I want to provide value to that type of person. So you might be presenting an idea to someone thinking that, oh yeah, they're, they're on my A team and very well they could be, but you have, they have to understand that this is the clientele that you're going for. So just like I was saying before, if your clientele is, you know, a skateboarder and your, your A team has no skateboarders in it, that's totally fine. You have to understand that whatever you're creating is for this avatar, is for this ideal client, and that's the way that you're moving forward. Right, right, exactly. You have to keep that client in mind, not necessarily what you want, but it's what, based on the research, the client wants. Exactly. So last year we have action. Action, yeah, which is probably the biggest and most important thing. You know, you save the best for last. So it's really about taking positive actions in your life at all times and really just laser focusing your skills on what you want to accomplish and what you're out there to do. And I teach a lot of manifesting and, you know, I don't know if anybody really knows um, about manifesting. Some It's new to some people, it's not to others, but it's about creating your life in a very positive way and doing it through a lot of, you know, practical skills and um, thoughts mainly, you know, having positive thoughts and, and maintaining these thoughts throughout your day. But a big part of that, a big part of the law of attraction is action. You can't spell attraction without action and it, you know, it's there for a reason. So when you're, when you want to start your business or you want to, you know, create something in your life, you want to take a step into it. And it's not just, you know, taking a blind leap. It's about, doing the research in your life and figuring out what it is you want to start. Or, you know, I had a client that wanted to start a business, a brick and mortar business, and it wasn't just her signing any lease that came her way. She had to do the research about where is her clientele located? What is it going to be, you know, how big of a studio does she need? Is it going to be a thousand square feet or does she need 2,000 um, square feet? What's going to work out best for her? What are the lease terms? You know, these are all like little details that go into it. And these are all action steps. If she just sat there and was like, oh, I don't know, it'll come to me. The perfect, the perfect place will come to me. It might, but it might not. You know, when you're in action, you're showing the universe, you're showing everything in the world that you are in positive forward motion. And in that motion, things will come to you naturally. Absolutely. And then you have the choice on what you want to move forward with, what you want to take on, what you want to really accomplish. Yeah, I, I think taking action is one of the most underrated things because people always have what they think they need to do, and then there's always what they really need to do, like what they should do, that reality versus uh, perception. And it's so interesting when I see people who try, you know, I tried that I did that. That didn't work. That did, you didn't go deeper. You only went to step number two. Little did you know, because you didn't do your research, you had to go to step 10. Right. And then maybe you got to go back to step eight, and then you got to go to step 13. Now, yeah. that's, that's the life, not even just of an entrepreneur, but just in life, period. There are so many things Absolutely. that, yeah, that are involved. For example, 
I am working on getting my body back into shape. I just um, recovered from major foot surgery. I wasn't allowed to walk for three and a half months. It took me another two and a half months to get my mindset together to go back to the gym after physical therapy. So, you know, there's more to it than, than just that. It's not just, okay, you know, I'm clear to walk, physical therapy, gym. Okay, well, when, when am I eating? Okay, mm-hmm. how am I spending my downtime? Am I getting enough sleep? You know, did I have a cheat day? It's so much involved when we are taking action. And just like you, you were saying, you know, there are practical ways about going towards, you know, manifesting. It starts with just the basics, practical things. And then we work our way up. But time and time again, I just see it where people get frustrated, which is okay. That That's an emotion. But then they let that be the end zone. Yeah. And you're so right, Tia, on what you were saying about how, um, you know, your course of action may not be a straight line from A to Z. You know, there might be, you might be going to Q and then to X and then to A and then to B, and that's okay. Like, you can't really just determine, just set your focus on this is exactly how it's going to look. Because when it doesn't look like that, you're going to feel like a failure. You're going to feel like you're not on track to accomplish whatever it was that you had to accomplish. But being in action doesn't always look like a straight line. It, sometimes it looks like a squiggle, and that's okay. And, you know, sometimes it looks like a, like a zigzag, something that's going forward and backward and forward and backward. And, and that's okay too. It's, it's whatever, it, it, the whole thing is about being in action and constantly just being focused on what your end goal is and what you want to reach. And then really just knowing your why of why you want to reach that. I know for me, that was huge because it's one thing to be in action to say like, Oh, I want to make money. Okay. Well, is that really your why? But then when you really think about it, why do I want to make money? Oh, because I want to make money to be able to, um, you know, to be able to help my husband so he doesn't have to work, you know, 90 hours a week or whatever his crazy job is. Or I want to, I want to make money to, to help my children so they can go to a good school. Or I want to make money to, so we can move into a, a different neighborhood or, you know, whatever the case is, there's always something deeper behind that. And what I found for myself is like, what is really behind that? It's usually the people that I love and care about and what I want to be able to produce for the world and on why I want to give back and what kind of value I'm going to be able to serve. So the actions really come from and are motivated from your whys, your why of like, why do I want to teach people manifesting? Well, I want the world to be different. I, you know, you see all this stuff in the news and all this craziness and, <laughs> and it's just like, I want the world to be different. And if I'm making that difference in one person's life or a hundred people's life or a thousand people's life, it's all significant. All of that is significant. And the action is re- it's really just, being that positive action in your life at all times and, and really just laser focusing your skills and your attention into what you want to accomplish. Yeah, that's, that's really amazing. And yes, the why is so important whenever we are, especially when we are feeling frustrated or felt like we, we are off the bandwagon, whatever the case may be, our why will, will get us through that. And I think that's just so important to remember that. So for for people who are taking action and they hit a roadblock, what are some of the ways they can remember their why? Okay. So when you hit a roadblock, what I always tell my clients is to realize that this roadblock or this obstacle in your life is probably not the end. And also just to realize that it might be just a detour to where you're actually supposed to be. 
mm. actually supposed to be headed. So it's not it's not the end. I don't think that an obstacle that you ever face in your life is the end. And it's just important to remember that when you're taking action and you're riding your bike and you hit that rock and you're just like, oh my God, it's over. You got to remember it's not over because you can go around that rock, you know, mm. or you can you you can figure out another path and it, you might have to take a step back and really brainstorm and figure out exactly what your why is, exactly why you want to take action. What are the other courses that you can, you know, move into or is there something else that you need to learn? Do you have to increase your A-team, the people around you. And like you were saying, Tia, like your network is your net worth. And the more people that you have around you that are surrounding you, you know, they're going to help you in that forward moving action and really keeping things positive and you going forward. And, and it's not that, you know, every step you take may be the perfect step, but every step you take is a step. And that's what's important to remember. Yes, yes. I, I love that. It doesn't have to be a perfect step. It has to be a step. Like I, I was saying earlier, I'm someone who wants it done right the first time, but that is not always the case. It just, it will not happen 100% of the time, sometimes even 50% of the time. So yeah. You, you just, yeah, you just got to take that step. And you're, you're right, that that path may look different. You may be going down that road and halfway in, up roadblock. So if you get deep, uh-huh. you would learn something too during that time. You know, and, and I think that that's something people forget. A detour can be a learning lesson. It's not, like you said, the end. It's not, yeah. And the other thing to remember, really, is that it's progress over perfection. And I think that new entrepreneurs, people coming into businesses for themselves or people trying to make a change in their lives, they start to beat themselves up because whatever their action step they were thinking of taking isn't quite perfect yet. Or, you know, it isn't, it isn't the way that they thought it should look. And the real, the real message here is just to be in progress. It is progress over perfection. Because a lot of times, you know, I, I work with a lot of online entrepreneurs and they're always like, oh, but my website isn't perfect yet. And I'm like, well, how is anyone going to find you if you don't have a website? Put something out there, you know, and if you, you get a comment about it or whatever the case is, you can change it. I, you know, I remember looking at these big name people's websites years ago and you know they were laughable and it's like the more more you you know the the higher you get in your job in your life you're going to change it you can change your website you can change the shoes you wear you can change your photo shoot you know I've had clients that say oh like I don't want to do a photo shoot now because I don't like the way my hair is I want it to grow out okay that's totally fine but you can do a photo shoot now and you can do a photo shoot later, you know, when your hair grows out to the way you want. But people need to see how you are and how, you know, who you are representing to the world. Or maybe, you know, maybe you want to get your hair did for the photo shoot. Or maybe you want to do something that's going to really put it put you out to the world. Or or I have clients that say the same thing, but it's about weight loss, you know. Oh, I'll do the photo shoot when I lose weight. Oh, I'll do this when I lose weight. Oh, I'll do this when I lose weight. And it's like, okay, but where's the action in that? Where mm-hmm. You know, other than you putting things off, where is the real action in that? Are you, like you were saying, are you making that step to go to the gym? Are you working on your, your mentality to, to really motivate yourself to get up to go? Are you, you know, trying to figure out whatever it is that you have to, you know, figure out about just loving your body and feeling okay with that, about presenting it to the world, which, which takes us back to being, you know, vulnerable and your authentic self. Mm-hmm. Not always perfect. It's, you know, rarely ever, I think, is it perfect, but perfection is different than progress and making progress being an action is what is really going to determine your success. 
not every Apple product that was ever released has been perfect. Not every anything product has ever been released has been perfect, but they've all been progressive, a little mm-hmm. bit better than what they had put out last time. And then they tweak it and they change it and there's version, you know, this and the next 2.0 and whatever the case is. And that's why they've been so successful. That's why any company is successful because you put something out there, you get the feedback and you make it better and you make it better and you make it better and you're constantly in action. You're constantly in progress. Right. Or even last long, for example, no one uses a thumb wheel anymore on their iPhones, right? Remember that that was the thing. I had the, the, the nano and that was the, the thumb wheel. I don't, I don't even know what you're doing with that anymore. So even when you do put something out there, we don't know how long it's going to last, but if you don't put it out there, you, you won't know, you know, you won't know where it may lead you. But also, I want to say the little bonus tip about, you know, as you were saying, your client who wanted to, you know, change her hair or who wanted to lose weight is that you're documenting your progress. That's a little bonus tip there that people don't realize all the time. You can use that and say, hey, when I started back in 2007, you know, this was me. And in 2010, this was me. In 2014, this was me. And now in 2017, this is me. And people go, wow. Look at all the progress she made. She yeah. she put herself out there, and I know, like, and trust her more now as opposed to here's me, and I'm so perfect right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. It is, and it's it's. You have to think about where you're headed, you know, and it's not always about what you are in this moment, but exactly like you're saying, people will be able to look back on everything that was going on in that life, in that experience of you at that moment, and it becomes more authentic it becomes more relatable because not everyone's hair is always perfect or not everyone is the ideal weight that they think is the right one for them or or, you know everyone has their own insecurities or whatever the case is but how long are you going to hide for how long are you going to be trying to be perfect and not sharing your gift with the world not putting the value out there for people to to see and you know, I think that's so selfish. I really, really think it's selfish. And I went through the same thing because, you know, I had issues with my weight. I had issues with my hair. I still have issues with my hair. So it's just like, you know, the thing is, like, I could either focus on that or I could focus on the people that I could really, really influence. And I, you know, the world changers or whatever it is. And, you know, I teach manifesting and creating your life and things like that. But whatever you're teaching or whatever your service you're providing to the world can make a huge difference. And, I mean, that could be anything that could be anything from, you know, being an online entrepreneur to being someone that has a brick and mortar to being, you know, I, I work with models and, you know, they're making a difference in the world. They're, they're doing other things. And when they're being elevated, they're starting charities and, and different things like that, or stay at home moms. And, you know, the way that you love your children more, or the way that you care for yourself in a different way so that you have more time with your children or, you know, whatever you create around your 18 so that you know, you can just give back in a certain way. And then you're influencing that child's life or you're influ- influencing mm-hmm. the or the school life. So it's never a, a thing of like, Oh, what I'm doing doesn't matter because it does. It is so significant. Mm-hmm. And this is just, just to be in action and to, to be doing something because when you're sitting at home, hiding, you know, watching TV or doing whatever, just not connecting to the world and not putting your gift out there. It's a loss. It's a major loss. Absolutely, absolutely. And there are one thing my papa told me is or was, you never know who's watching you. So your daughter, she's watching you. People on social media, they're watching you. And they are waiting to be inspired by you. Whenever my niece comes over and she sees me putting on makeup or 
uh, doing my hair or spraying perfume. She goes, do me, do me. And I, I would spray a little, you know, perfume on her wrist. She's already learning about self-care, the things that I like to do. So they are watching and they are being inspired. You know, so it's, yeah, it's, it's a huge thing. And it's so great to tell your story, to put it out there. Like you said, be vulnerable and really just, just taking that whole process. Just yeah. take it all in. Yeah. It's, it's a journey. And it's like, you know, hang on for the ride because there's going to be moments that are terrifying and there's going to be moments that are brilliant and they both come and go. So it's, it's really all about the ride and it's not about the destination or where you're trying to reach. And that it's great to have that goal in, in mind, but, you know, just enjoy it as it's coming to you and every moment just keep going. I just want, I, I mean, I want to influence and inspire people to just keep going and just be in action and figure out what it is. And if one thing doesn't work for you, that's okay. You can try something else. You know, you can try so many people that I work with are multi-passionate and multi-skilled. They have so many things that they can offer the world. So maybe one thing is more powerful or their audience resonates with more than the others. And sometimes it just takes a little bit of fine tuning. And that's okay. It's good. You know, as long as you're putting stuff out there, people can consume it and people can learn and, and grow. And, you know, you're sharing your gift with the world. And like you said, everyone, there's always people watching you, whether it's at home or on the street or, you know, on the internet or whatever the case is, it's, it's really about your image and what you're putting out there. And that's one of the reasons that you want to really have your appearance. You want to be speaking and articulating yourself in a way that you know is going to be powerful. And you, you want people to be able to relate to you and see some value from whatever you're giving so yeah all of that's very important absolutely well Lassa thank you so much for being on the show again her website is Lassa Swassworth that's L-A-T-H-A-S-W-A-T-S-W-O-R-T-H and I will put that in the notes for this podcast so is there any final words you want to leave and anywhere else you want people to connect with you. Yeah, I want to thank you for having me on the podcast. This has been so much fun. You know, I love talking about creating this amazing life. And like I said, I just love helping people to create the life of their dreams and whatever they want in whatever field or you know, area industry that that may be. Yeah, people can definitely connect to me through my website, which is lotaspotsworth.com, like you had said, and thanks for sharing that link. And also through uh, Facebook, I do have a Facebook page and an Instagram page as well. And they're all under love the spots for us so you can find me there and um if you want to send me an email you definitely can i have uh, my email address is info at love the i have an amazing upcoming program coming up it's uh it's a year-long mastermind and there's three levels to it i think it's going to be fabulous i've actually never offered it to the public before so i'm excited to offer it in such a wide um array usually i only offer it to private clients that want to sign on for a longer time so this is going to be my first kind of big action step, you know, big vulnerability, really showing my authentic self in this um, coming forward. And I think it's going to be really, really powerful. And some of those things that we had talked about, the A-team action, uh, appearance, articulation, all of that is going to be um, included in this. So every month we actually focus on, on a different thing, a different topic. And it's all about really creating your A-plus life. 
So we start with, you know, creating the clarity of your thoughts and what your goals are, which one accomplish, articulate, we assess what's going on, the roadblocks and things we were talking about before, working on your appearance, your authentic self, working on attraction and manifesting, manifesting things in your life, not just in your business, but maybe in your home, with your soulmate, in relationships, everything counts, you know, it's all about a balance really getting into that attuned frequency so that you are able to increase your vibrational frequency and manifest, um, increase your vibrational frequency and really manifest things faster and easier. Like we had talked about the A-team, really being audacious and powerful and bold in what you're saying, your ascent, being in action, and then creating this amazing abundance. So each one of those is actually a different month that we focus on and it's a 12-month program, super powerful. I've been working on it with my private clients for a couple of years now and it has shown such amazing results that I like I'm feeling selfish not giving it to people not <laughs> the public so this is like my big step forward and um you know there'll be more information coming out about it you can sign up for my newsletter on my website and I'll keep you informed about it also stuff on my Facebook page you know it'll be out there when it's ready to to launch and I I think that our current launch date that we're looking into into is going to be um probably mid-July to sign up for August start and yeah it's probably going to have a uh, rolling enrollment so you can sign up you know pretty much whenever you feel the need to but I really encourage people to sign up this year this is actually the first year we're doing it we're offering some great you know discounts and things like that so I think it could be powerful and really incredible. Awesome that sounds amazing and I love when you were talking about you know you're so amazing like just really understanding various subjects in your life <laughs> like really just breaking it all down so that's really cool thank you so much for tuning in uh thank you for being a guest you were awesome thanks thanks tia thanks for having me awesome so everyone have a wonderful day filled with many blessings and i will talk to you soon thank you for joining spiritual living and empowerment with tia johnson don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.